If we get to a point where more and more phones are just the remote, because that can happen depending on what TV service you have. You have Apple TV. Your phone can be your remote. Then you don't have to worry about finding your remote. Carmi Levy joins us, tech journalist, as we talk about what the government can help us out with in terms of our technology. Carmi, how's the day going? Uh, it's going really well, although I'm thinking uh, every blanket in my house now has a hole in it where my dog has chewed it. So, <laughs> <laughs> And I do not have a technology that can stop her from doing so. I just I, we've, we've tried. We've tried to train her. She's well-trained in every other aspect of her life. She just loves blankets. Yeah, blankets are blankets. I mean, that's that's not something that you can use technology for <laughs> no. at all. Well, Carmi, we're wondering after yesterday, because seriously, the government talked about a lot of things in the federal budget, but they did talk about chargers and having uniform phone chargers, which I kind of scratched my head over. And then they got going on whether or not we, well, they didn't say whether or not. They got going on updates for devices and things like that. I had no idea there was even jurisdiction over this stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, the government does have a role to play in ensuring that consumer products adhere to certain standards. It's the reason why we have safety standards for our cars, and it's the reason why when you plug something into the wall, that electric outlet is you know has to be built to a certain standard, certain voltages, uh, you know, so that we don't blow ourselves up when we plug something in. So there is a role to play. But the interesting thing is, is when it comes to the high tech world, the gadget world, uh, the technology has raced really far ahead. And the government, both here and frankly, around the world, they've all kind of lagged behind. So you end up with a world where Apple decides that it's going to push the lightning cord for for uh, for syncing and charging your devices, lightning port to connector. And then the rest of the industry would have various flavors of USB, the latest version being USB-C. And so then if you're going to be traveling somewhere, for example, you've got to make sure you have all these different chargers and, and uh, cables and connectors in your bag. Uh, and then I'm sure I'm not the only Canadian here who I've got a drawer with all sorts of stuff in there. I'm afraid to throw out old cables. And, and connectors and chargers because you never know when you're going to need it. That's expensive. It's inconvenient. And quite frankly, it's really bad for the planet because it creates a lot of e-waste. And so last year, the European Union introduced a new law that basically requires manufacturers of smartphones, tablets, laptops, basically small electronics to use one standard, USB-C. So no matter what kind of device you have, you'll be able to use the same charger and the same cable, which to me, it makes a lot of sense. I'd love to be able to just get rid of all that other stuff and just have one version. I can pack a lot lighter. It'll cost me a lot less money, and it'll be really good for landfill because it doesn't send stuff into, into the garbage. Um, and so once the EU sort of starts doing this, then every other country, EU has always been, they're usually the first ones to introduce something. They're very progressive when it comes to technology-related legislation. Well, now Canada decided they're just going to slip that into the budget, which was a really pleasant surprise, they said, look, we want to study it too. And so that's what they're going to do. They're going to see about taking what they did in Europe and making it apply here so that you no longer have to have six different kinds of cables and charging blocks. You just have to have one and it works for everything, which to me, that's awesome. That's simple, easy, cheap, and good for planet Earth. Tech journalist Carmi Levy joining us. Carmi, one other thing, and that is Let's say we have a device, whether it's a tablet, whether it's a phone, and it's not working right. What do we do 
We go and get a new one. We used to fix things that didn't work very well. And the fix-it market does exist, but it doesn't seem to be the first thought everybody has. Could what we heard from the budget yesterday address that? I'm hoping that it does, too, because they also mentioned what they call, and the key words here, Mike, are right to repair. Uh, which basically means that the devices should be built so that they are repairable because right now they're not. If you, you know, take a look at your average smartphone, the, the battery is sealed in there. It's soldered in. You can't change it. Uh, you know, you have to send it in and they'll charge you a lot of money to do that. And then if something breaks, you don't just replace a part. They're so highly integrated. They're not designed to be repaired. There's a site called iFixit that rates new devices for their repairability. And over the years, repair, repairability has been going down and down and down because, let's face it, they don't want you to repair your device. They want you to buy a new one. But, of course, just like the cables, that's not good for the economy. It's not good for consumers and certainly not good for Mother Earth. So they're, they're also going to be studying right to repair to basically force the industry, design your product so that they can be fixed, make sure that manuals and all that stuff are available, that ensure that you allow third parties. So like your, your local repair shop, they should also be allowed to do it. You shouldn't have to send it into the manufacturer all the time. All of these things that we used to enjoy years ago. I remember as a kid having an appliance repair person in my neighborhood. That doesn't exist anymore. This could get us back to that and could allow us to, you know, so that something that is two weeks after warranty, when it fails, you're not going to have to spend thousands of dollars replacing it. You can spend maybe a lot less or a few hundred or whatever it is to repair it. And I think that's a much smarter way, especially now that the economy is not doing so great and a lot of us are looking at our monthly budget. This is one really great way to keep those expenses down. Well, this is all positive news. It looked like strange news and just a couple of lines in the budget. But Carmi, thanks for breaking this down for us and uh, making it seem nice and sunny. That's for sure. Yeah, the government did something good for a change. Imagine that. Imagine that. (laughs) Carmi, thanks for this. Have yourself a great evening. Appreciate it, Mike. You too. (laughs) That's Carmi Levy, tech journalist.